Welcome to another Monday morning. I want to share with you guys five things to take with you this week so that this week can be better than your last. All right. So I want you guys to get your pen and paper, wherever you are, your journals. If you have been catching my last couple of lives, that means you know that you're supposed to have your journals by now. All right. So get your pen and paper and I want you to actually write this down. If you are about to write this down, I want you to comment. I'm going to write or I'm going to I want you to comment right down in the comment box. If you're going to write this down, I want you to comment right down in the comment box. All right. I also want you guys to share this live with three of your friends and don't just listen to me say that to do it. I want you to actually share this live with three of your friends. We're going to go over five things to take with you this week. All right. So we see a couple of people going to write it down. That's what I'm talking about. All right. So let's get started. Remember to go ahead and share this live with three of your friends, because at the end of the day, like you want to put your other friends and family members on, especially those who are struggling with different things that they want to do and are kind of like lost in a weird limbo space and they need to just figure it out. So this will help you guys go throughout the week and be more productive, be more mindful of the things that you are doing. Make sure that you're staying on tag so that you can conquer your goals. All right. Number one, five things to take with you this week to make sure that this week is better than your last. Number one, master the art of execution. Know what it is that you got to do and get it done. Now, if you are in my mentorship program, then you already know. I am not a fan of procrastination and I'm definitely not a fan of excuses. Excuses, I feel as if excuses will steal your dreams right in front of your face, right in front of your eyes. If you are a person that wakes up every single Monday or every single day and figure out a way to not do something, figure out a way to make an excuse and make it sound good to yourself and lie to yourself thinking that that's a valid enough reason to not get it done, then guess what? You're not going to get it done. I always tell people that any excuse that you come up with sounds good. Any excuse. If you feel like, if you know you got a market for your business and you feel like, oh man, you know what? I had a long day today at work. I had a long day today at work. I'm not going to be able to post today. Well, guess what? That was a good enough excuse for you. So guess what you're not going to do? You're not going to do it. If you feel like you want to start this business, but you know, oh man, it's going to be too much. I don't know. It's going to be too expensive. Guess what? You're not going to start it because the excuse that you just came up with was good enough for you not to do. All right. So you got to make sure that you become a person of execution. That is something that I tell all of my students. If any of my students are in here, then you know, one thing that I teach you guys is become a person of execution. Anybody that knows me, like if you know me personally, or if you know me in business, if I say I'm going to do something, I don't care what it is. I don't care if I want to start a new collection, you know, or I want to advance my business and do this. So whatever it is that I want to do, if I say that I'm going to do it, if I say to myself or anybody else that I am going to do it, this is a goal of mine. Then if you know me, 
you know it's going to get done. I'm going to find every every opportunity, every resource, every open door. And if the door ain't open, I'm going to kick it down. Every single opportunity that I have and ability and every fiber in my body. If I say I'm going to do it, then I'm going to do it. I don't care how hard it is. I don't care how much it's going to cost. I don't care how many times I fall. I don't care. It doesn't matter. I don't care how long it's going to take. If I say that I'm going to do something and if it's a goal on my list, I'm going to try everything in my power to get it done. And I'm not going to stop. Period. So... Again, master the art of execution. I want you guys to comment some things that some goals that you said that you wanted to do. Comment in the comment box some of the goals that you have that you want to do. And I want you to think about those goals. And I want you to ask yourself, are you doing the necessary things in your life every day to accomplish those goals? A young lady told me, a couple of weeks ago that she wanted to start a, um, a beauty spa, you know, and she wanted to perform massages and facials and stuff like that. So I'm like, okay, great. That's an awesome idea. What are you doing every day to be able to get yourself closer and closer and closer to that goal? Are you looking for, are you looking for locations? Are you looking for funding for the business? Have you created your brand colors? Have you found a website developer? Have you made your service list? Have you made your price list? Like, what are some of the things that you're doing to get you closer to that goal? Have you found any products to sell in your spa? How much, how much are these services are going to cost? You know what I'm saying? Like start laying out the map for the things that you want to do. Because if you wake up and you talk about it every single day, you're just talking about it. Talking about it is not doing anything. You got to execute on the things that you want to do to get you closer to the goals. All right. So let's go to number two. Number two of the five things to take with you this week to make this week better than your last. Number two, don't become a slave to your fears. You know, we all have so many great ideas and so many things that we want to do. And whether the idea, whether the idea is big or small, sometimes people become so afraid, so afraid of their own success and so afraid of their possibilities that they literally freeze and don't do nothing. One thing that's for certain is if you never do anything because of fear, then what type of life are you going to live? What what type of life are you going to have of yourself? What type of life are you going to have for yourself if you never do anything because you are too afraid? You too afraid of you not being able to afford it. You're too afraid of what other people are going to think. You're too afraid that you're going to fail. You're too afraid that you're going to make a big mistake. What's the worst that can happen? You ain't, you ain't dead. That's what I tell my daughter. Whenever my daughter be like, but mom, I be like, but did you die? You still have air in your lungs. 
If you still have air in your lungs, guess what you have the capability to do? Try again. Try again. This is something that I tell my daughter. If you never do it, if you never do it, your life will default to mediocrity instead of a life of choice, fruitfulness, and abundance. I'm going to say it again. If you allow fear to keep you still, and if you become a slave to your own fear, you will default to a life of mediocrity instead of a life of choices, fruitfulness, and abundance. I feel like it it brings me back to a time when I worked for the bank and I remember so many people tried to convince me not to quit. So many people tried to convince me not to quit my job to start my own business because mainly because their their main reason to try to convince me not to do it was because every time I think of this, it is, it blows my mind. It blows my mind. Insurance. So I'm going to stay at a job that I know I'm not growing in. It's, not, it's like, yeah, I'm getting 2% two, two raises here and there, but it's not fulfilling in my life. So I'm going to stay at a job that I don't want to be at. I'm going to stay at a job that's not fulfilling. I'm going to stay at a job where they're not paying me enough. They're not paying me my worth. It takes too long to grow. It takes too long to get raises. I can't spend enough time with my daughter. I can't take more than uh, uh, two weeks on vacation. If somebody, God forbid, if somebody dies in my family, if it's not somebody that's immediate to me, I can't go off and and, and mourn those people. I got to go back to work if it's not in my immediate family. But what about my friend? You know what I'm saying? What about my cousin? I can't take off to mourn those people. So I got to be at the computer typing with tears coming down my eyes. I remember when... I remember when a guy that I was dating at the time, he died and I found out when I was at work, they wanted me to stay there and work with tears falling down my face, talking to customers at my desk. And it's like, that ain't no way. It's like, no, that's not no way to live. And I learned so much just from being in that situation because it helped me in my business to be more understanding and more compassionate to the people that work in my business and the people that I have to deal with and the people that I contract with. You see what I'm saying? And it's like, so you mean to tell me I got to stay at a job that does not serve me because of health insurance? Are you serious? So I'm putting the value of health insurance over my happiness, pretty much. And see, people are so close-minded, they don't even understand this. People that are self-employed and own businesses, they have health insurance. Hello? 
They have health insurance. So it's people that are literally chained down to their cubicle with these imaginary chains, chained down to their cubicles at jobs that they hate. Now, I didn't didn't hate my job. I liked my job, but it just wasn't fulfilling to my purpose. So it's people that are chained down to jobs that they absolutely hate because they need health insurance. Isn't that crazy? Do you know how crazy that sounds? Now, you got to understand that there are resources out there for the things that you need. There, People, everybody that's entrepreneurs and business owners, we ain't out here just winging it. You know what I'm saying? We, we not out here just winging it. I used to work for the bank too. Child, that's a whole nother situation. It's like, I thought about something this morning too, y'all. I thought about something this morning. And I'm like, think about something that you want to do in your life. Just think about something that you want to do in my in your life. I want to do, I want, I want a vacation home. Next year, next year, I'll give myself a year, year and a half. I'm gonna have a vacation home. You just mark my words. I'm gonna have a vacation home. Think about some of the things that you want, right? It don't even have to be materials. It can be anything. It can be taking your whole family on vacation for 30 days. You know what I'm saying? Your mama, your daddy, your sister, your brother, your cousins. Taking your whole family of 10 on vacation. And paying for everybody. And everybody don't, everybody flying first class. Not just in the back. You know what I'm saying? Think about some of the things that you want. And then if you work a job that's not paying you your value or not paying you enough, because some of you guys are paying, getting paid the actual correct salary of the value of the position. You know what I'm saying? Now, if, if you're doing, depending on what you're doing, that is what that job should pay some. Now there's some people out here that are not getting paid their value, but think about this. Think about some of the things that you want to do and think about what you do right now. Think about how much you make. And if you're at a job right now that you absolutely hate, that you don't want to be at, and you know, you want to start a business. Think about how much you make and then think about your goals, right? And think, let's be, let's, Let's take it back a step. If you make a certain dollar amount right now, right now, and you have these amazing big dreams, but you're not doing any, you're not, you're not going after these dreams. You know what I'm saying? You're not executing on anything. They're just ideas in your head. And you make this certain dollar amount right now, right? Realistically, if you do nothing, And you sit still and you do not try to work towards everything that it requires to fulfill those dreams. If you do absolutely nothing and you stay at the job that you're at right now and they give you a 2% raise, you know what I'm saying? Let's say they give you a 3% raise. Let's even say they give you a 5% raise. Now, the corporate America that I came from, I ain't seen no 5%. I'm just saying. Unless I... 
uh, increase, a, a ra- it was a raise increase outside of a whole nother company or a whole nother department. But do you realize you are literally, you can only live up to the amount of money that you're currently making. So if you're not doing anything right now to increase your earnings, if you're not doing anything right now to increase your household earnings and the money that comes in to support your household, guess what? You're not going to be able to fulfill the things that cost money. You can only live according to the amount of money that you're currently making right now. So if you want to you wanna be able to take your family on a vacation, and that vacation costs, I don't know, fifteen to twenty thousand dollars. Let's say you, let's say you taking your a family of ten. You know what I'm saying? Your mama, your sister, your daddy, your brother, your cousin, your, whatever. Your kids. You taking a family of ten. And let's say that vacation costs fifteen to twenty thousand dollars. You just want to, you just want to be able to do something for your people. If you never. Go out your way to accomplish the goals that you want out of life and your big dreams and all your aspirations. You're not going to be able to afford to do it. If you're bringing in $5,000 a month and that vacation costs fifteen dollars to $20,000 to do something for your whole family, you're not going to be able to do it. You have to put yourself in a position to win and not for material things. For yourself, for a better quality of life, for a better quality of life for your ki- your kids, for a better quality of life for your whole family. But if you let fear get in the way, then how can you do it? If you let fear get in the way and you let people talk you out of it, how can you do it? If I would have listened to the people that I work with at that bank, I would not be where I am today and I would not be going where I'm going. Don't be a slave to fear. You got to get it done. Think about how, think about the type of life that you want and think about what'll happen if you don't do it. What'll happen if you let people talk you out of your dreams? What'll happen if you let people tell you that your great idea is a bad idea? What'll happen if you let people tell you that people ain't go buy your stuff? What'll happen if you let people talk you out of stuff that they're afraid to do themselves? Then you will be subject to a life of mediocrity instead of the life you absolutely deserve and the life that you absolutely want and the life that you dream about every single day. And the only way to get it is to get out of your own way and stop being held hostage to your fears. I tell people all the time, the worst that can happen is if you, is that you fail and you got to start over again. But when you start over again, guess what's going to happen? You're going to start over with more information. You're going to start over with more resources. You're going to start over with more help. You're going to start over with a, a, a blueprint on what not to do. And now you know what to do. All right. So that was number two. Number three. Don't be a slave to your past. You guys are getting this. Are you guys getting this? Don't be a slave to your past failures. So, you know, sometimes people do things. 
People do things, and if it don't work out one time, they don't want to do it no more. They don't want to do it no more. If it don't work out the first time, they say, you know what? I'm done. I'm not doing this no more. But you got to look at it like this. If you're watching this, guys, share this with three people. You got to look at it like this. If we all just went around and just doing trying stuff one time, the world wouldn't even be what it is. There wouldn't be no iPhones. There wouldn't be no Androids. There wouldn't be no apps. There wouldn't be no filters. There wouldn't be no cars. There wouldn't be no airplanes. There wouldn't be anything. If we all just went around trying something one time and it not working and we just giving up, the world would not be what it is. Do you know, I was just talking about this last week. I went to hair school two times, two times before going back and actually finishing. I went to hair school two times. So what would have happened if I would not have went back? What would have happened if I would have convinced myself, you know what? This is it. I'm not, I'm not built for this. I'm not cut out for it. This ain't me. I'm tired. I keep failing, everything, nothing is working out. I'm just going to stop. What would have happened if I would have just went, tried to go to hair school one time and never went back? I would not be living the life that I want. What would have happened if I would have went back the second time and never gone back? I would not be living the life I want. It took me three times, three times to get it right. Three. And I feel like we want so badly to get things done quick, fast, and in a hurry and get it done right and get it done the first time with no error, no hiccup, no mistakes, no bumps in the road. That's not reality. That's not reality. Shit's going to happen. Okay? Things are going to happen. And if you got to tell yourself that off top, you got to tell yourself that before you even start, like, look, I'm finishing this no matter what, no matter what I'm going to start and I'm going to finish it and I'm not stopping until it is done. I'm not stopping until it is done. And then, guess what else happened? It took me three times, three tries to finish hair school. Three. So when I finally finished hair school, when I finally finished and I had to go take my state board. And see, I never told nobody this. So I finally finished and I finally took my state board. And I remember, I'm like super, super clumsy. Like in real life, I'm real clumsy. If you know me, you know, I be dropping stuff. I be bumping into stuff. I am like the clumsy queen, okay? It's just, I don't know. It's just, I'm just goofy and clumsy. But anyway, when I went to go take my state board test, I had brought some combs with me. And you know, you got to do finger waves and stuff like that, right? And you got to bring multiple combs. Because just in case one falls. And then they got the whole sanitation thing. You know how it goes. Hey, Tay. So 
when I was taking my state board test, I kept dropping stuff. I was dropping the clips. I was dropping the brushes. I was dropping the combs. I just kept dropping stuff, right? And so when you're going out for your state board, whenever you drop something, you have to, you got to bring hand sanitizer with you. Whenever you drop something on the floor, when you pick it up, you got to, you got to spray your hand with hand sanitizer because we do the, we do our state board on a, a fake mannequin. So whenever you pick something off the floor at state board, when you're taking your test, they require you and grade you on whether or not you sanitize your hands. And I kept forgetting. I was so nervous and clumsy. I kept forgetting to spray the sanitizer on my hands after I dropped my comb. So I had one comb left, y'all. I had dropped, I had brought like, I want to say like eight to 10 combs with me. Can you imagine? Or alcohol. Can you imagine dropping all them damn combs? I mean, you got 10. You go drop all of them, Deja? Anyway, so the lady came by and whispered to me in my ear. She tried to give me a chance, though. I'm, I'm going to give it to her. She tried to, give it, she tried to give me a chance. She came by and whispered in my ear, and she said, if you drop that comb one more time, I'm going to have to fail you. That's what she came by and whispered in my ear. She said, if you drop another comb one more time, I'm going to have to fail you. And what you think I did? What, what, what y'all think I did? I dropped the damn comb. I dropped the comb. So I would probably say it was like 30, 20, 30 people in, the, in that class taking the state board exam. Now I aced the practical part, aced it. Now keep in mind, let me just paint you a picture. So in, in hair school, I was like the go-to hair person, okay? Whatever style that you wanted, whatever that, whether it was weave, uh, sewing, quick weave, it didn't matter, silk press, whatever it is, whatever it was, I was the go-to person for any style, especially the 27 pieces. And it's like so many people looked up to me because it's like I knew how to cut, I knew how to color, I knew how to do weaves, I knew how to do silk presses. And it's like, I didn't even know I was talented as I was until people started telling me. I'm like, okay, I am, okay. But here I am, the person who everybody looked up to in hair school and I go to state board and I fail the damn thing. How do you do that? When I tell y'all, when I went back to school the next day, I didn't tell nobody. I didn't tell nobody. It was like, how did you do? I just smiled. I was like, it was like, oh, you did good. I didn't even say no. I didn't even, I can confirm or deny. I was like, that was like, we know you pass. We know everybody was like, I know you pass, girl. I know you pass. <laughs> But I say all that to say, I didn't just stop. Like, yes, when I failed the first time, I went outside and cried like a baby. I went outside, sat in that parking deck and cried my eyes out. I felt like my life was over. Have you ever did, have you ever failed at something and you, be, and you feel like, oh my gosh, my life is over? But it's like, duh, you can just take another one. Just take it again. And I think they allowed you like uh, two, you got to come back in a week or two weeks. I couldn't remember. 
But I felt like my life was over in that moment. I felt like I had went to hair school, went through all that mess. And you, if, if anybody was going to hair school, you know, hair school is just like elementary school and high school all over again. It'd be grown-ass people acting like grown-ass kids. That's another story. But I had gone through all that, going through hair school, getting all my hours, you know what I'm saying? And doing all of that only to get to the end and fail the freaking test. Get to the end and fail the test. How the hell did I do that? Miss, oh, you so talented. Oh, you know how to do this, that, do this, that. But you failed your test. This is what I'm telling myself. But it dawned on me after I was crying like a baby. You know what I'm saying? In that parking deck. I sat in that parking deck for two hours just crying. And then it just it just dawned on me like, wait a minute. I can take it again. I can just simply take it again. So don't become a slave to your failures. If you become a slave to your failures and decide not to try again, then guess what? You just go live the life that you was defaulted to live. You just go live the life of whatever cards you're dealt. Instead of living a purposeful life. Walker said, I failed two state board exams twice. Keep going. Exactly. She kept going. It's like, you got to understand. I I remember, I remember just feeling so alone in that space because I didn't want to share with nobody that I failed state board. I didn't want to share the embarrassment. You know what I'm saying? I did not want to share my tears. I don't want to share my anger. I did not want to share that vulnerability because it's like everybody looked to me for the answers. Everybody looked for, I was, listen, listen, I was helping people pass their state board. That's that's a whole nother situation. People were literally coming to me at the end of the day. Like we would meet together after school. And we would go, oh, I would help people pack their bags. Do you understand? I would literally help people pack their state board bags, make sure they got all the things that they need, all their combs, you know what I'm saying? Their their, uh, hot combs, their pens, their rollers. We would go over the test. We would have practice tests. We would have uh, practice practicals. I would help people pass theirs. And I couldn't even pass mine. Boy. But guess what? No matter how much humiliation I felt, no matter how bad I felt, no matter how embarrassed I was, I got my ass back up on that horse and tried again. And I took that with me for the for my for the rest of my life. It's like You got to constantly remind yourself that whatever it is that you're going through, when you're in the midst of it, when you're like in it and you're in the fire and you're in the tornado and you're in the storm, you got to constantly remind yourself, hey, hey, it's not that bad. It's not the end of the world. You can start again. You can start again. Because if you get to a place where... You let it defeat you and you let it take over you and you let it take over your thoughts. You let it take over your actions and you become still and don't move and don't do nothing. 
then you're never going to be able to live the life that you want. If I would have just sat still and been depressed and sat in my tears and wallowed in my misery and in my frustration and in my self-doubt and in my defeat, then I would never went back and taken a test again. And then I wouldn't even be here sitting, today, sitting right here today talking to y'all. I probably would have went back to Bank of America or Wachovia or whoever. Or wh- wherever I was working at the time, I would have went back. Because that was the easy thing to do. It's easy to go back to your job when, when you feel like, you know what I'm saying, you failed at something. It's easy to go back. Go after the hard thing. That's what I encourage y'all to do. Go after the hard thing. Because the easy, the easy route, I promise you, it ain't gonna live, it ain't gonna lead to the life you want. You gotta go after the hard shit. Alright? So that's number three. Number four, don't pass up any opportunities. If God presented you with the help, don't drop the ball. I'm gonna repeat that. Now, again, we're talking about five things to take with you this week to make this week better than your last. Number four, don't pass up any opportunities. If God presented you with the help, don't drop the ball. I'm going to tell you guys a story about a young lady who I helped and she did everything right. She did everything right. Everything I told her to do, she went and did. She went and built the website. She went and purchased the inventory. She started marketing. She started her Instagram. She started her YouTube. She she started uh, um, doing the clientele building techniques that I told her to do. She did everything she was supposed to. She did everything right. And I literally seen her life begin to change. I literally seen it. It was the most craziest thing. I couldn't even believe it. I'm like, because you know, I teach so many people. I teach so many people. And whenever you are trying to help so many people, it's no different than being in, um, think about when you were in high school, elementary school, not everybody in the class paid attention. Not everybody in class did their homework. Not everybody in class set themselves up for success. Not everybody studied. And not everybody made A's and B's. So you help who want to be helped. But this young lady, man, she did everything I told her to do. And then she met this guy. And see, I don't be in people's business. I mind my own. I'm going to teach you how to run your business, but I'm not going to teach you how to run your life. So if I see something that stands out to me, if I see a distractor and you're my student, you're my, you're my student and you're in my program. If I see a distraction in your life, now I'm not going to be in your business, but because I care and because you're my student, I'm going to say something. I'm going to say something one time. I'm going to say something one time. I'm going to say a little whisper in your ear and I'm going to say, don't let that be a distraction. And when I seen the guy, I don't like to prejudge people, but when I seen the guy, it was something in his spirit. It was something all over him that said, he's going to be a distraction for her. And... When I looked up 
couple of months later, she had stopped posting on Instagram. All of her items in her website, on her website, were completely sold out. So that means she didn't have any more inventory. She hadn't repurchased the inventory. She made the money because she made the sales. But you didn't go take that money and go purchase the inventory. She stopped doing photo shoots. She stopped taking clients. She would take them. She would take appointments here and there, here and there, here and there. And I'm like, hmm, okay. So I call her one day because I, you know, I wanted to get a service. I wanted to get a facial. I call her one day and her phone was disconnected. I tried again. <clears throat> phone disconnected. I'm like, what is going on? What is going on? She dropped the ball. She allowed a person to come in her life and completely distract her. She had an opportunity. She had the help. But she dropped the ball. Let me explain something to you. You'll know. Now that person, now her and the guy are no longer together. So you allow somebody to come into your life. While you were trying to start your business, you started the business. The business was growing. You were getting customers, getting bookings for facials, waxes, massages, all that. But you allow somebody to come into your life and disrupt your vision. You allow somebody to come into your life and disrupt your goals. And if I ever see her again, I'm going to get a hold of her and get her back started. Because if it's under my watch... You go reach your goals and you go start again. I don't care what, how, how many times you failed. I don't care how many times you, you, your a door was shut in your face. I don't care how many times you get, let yourself get distracted. You're going to start again. But this is a prime example of why you must stay focused and why you must be mindful of the people that you allow into your life. Because all it takes is a brief moment, a brief moment. And you will be led way far from your from your goals. I feel that I did to myself. Listen, think about the relation. Think about and, and I feel like as a woman, so many of us, including myself, I feel like as a woman, so many of us sometimes will get into a situation and become distracted. And then you'll look back after after the situation is done, and be like, what the hell was I even thinking? That person wasn't even worth it. What in the hell? You know what I'm saying? So I feel like as women, sometimes it's so easy for us to get distracted when it comes to relationships, you know? And this is what I tell people. You'll know if somebody is for you. You'll know if somebody is a positive attribute to your life. If you can still love them and still win, if you can still love them and be loved and still win, that person is a positive attribute to your life. If you're trying to better your life and you're trying to take a class and this person is constantly telling you, you don't got to take that class. You can find it out yourself. Well, how do you know? You can't even teach it to me. So how, how do you know? If, if you're trying to eat better and a person is constantly trying to T- trying to tell you, oh no, you don't, why you eating all that healthy stuff for? Every time I turn around, you're always trying to eat something healthy. 
that person, mm -mm. nine times out of 10, that's not the right person for you. A person who truly, truly is right for your life wants you to win, wants you to be successful, wants you to be live your best life and will try to put you in every, situ, every situation that allows you to win. They will not put you in a situation that will be distracting and that will not allow you to win, period. All right, so that was number four. Don't pass up on any opportunities. If God presents you with help, do not drop the ball. All right, that was number four. Number five, everything is figureoutable. I've I've seen this um I've seen this clip by Tyler the Creator. I've seen a clip by Tyler the Creator and he was talking about how everything was figureoutable. And I wish I could find, I had wrote something down on it, but he was talking about how everything was figureoutable. And I feel like, here it is. So one of the notes that I had for it was, most people don't have the things that they want because they're too lazy to look. Do you know how many times people come to me and say, oh, how did you do this? How did you start this? Or how did you get your this? Because I looked. That's how. I looked. And if you're one of my students, oh, the best thing that my mother ever taught me, the one of the best things my mother has ever taught me that I take with me every single day throughout my life is that she taught me how to think. I remember I used to want her to do stuff for me. Just, just do it. Like if I had, if I, if I had a math problem or, or English question or whatever, and I knew she knew the answer. I knew she knew the answer. I would just want her to tell me, just, just tell me. And she would tell me things to help me. She would tell it to me and I'll just take the shortcut and I'll just write down. But if I didn't read the passage, and she knew the answer, I would never learn. I would never know the story. So when the test, when it, when it was time to take the test and they had different questions on the test, I couldn't answer those questions because I never read the story. Cause I didn't want to read it. I wanted somebody to tell it to me. Now I do believe in taking classes and getting mentors to take shortcuts, but it's some work you got to do. And one of the best things my mother could have ever done for me is she taught me how to think. She taught me how to seek. She taught me that whatever answer that's in your way of solving this problem, the answer is out there. You just got to go look for it. So I truly believe that everything is figureoutable. And that's something that um, I've seen a clip of Tyler, the creator, and he was talking about everything is figureoutable. And like I said, most people don't have the life that they want because they never find and they know they never go look for the answers. They never go look for the answers. Either they don't want to or they think it's too hard or they lazy. For whatever reason, most people don't have the life that they want because they never go look for the answers on how to get it. I did a, 
I did an exercise with my students last week. And two of them were saying how they wanted to start their own. Um, one of them wanted to start their own hair care line and another one wanted to start her own brow, um, brow line. And she was like, well, they was like, well, I don't know where to start. Okay, bet. Let's start. Let's, let's start the process. So I walked them through how my mind works whenever I'm looking for a manufacturer. I walked them through how my mind works whenever I'm coming out with the product. Right. So whenever I'm coming out with a product, the first thing I do is say, hmm, I want a product. OK, bet. what type of product do I want? All right. I know I want a product. I know it's going to be a hair care product. What type of product do I want? Let's start with a shampoo. I know I want a shampoo. Boom. All right. What do I want the shampoo to do? Now, I don't talk about who, what manufacturer I'm going to find, how much it's going to cost. None of that. We're just starting with the ABC. I want a product. Oh, what type of product do you want? A shampoo. Oh, you want a shampoo? What do you want it to do? So I started writing down what I want the shampoo to do. Oh, okay. Well, what are some of the things that you might want in it? Okay, this is what I want in it. We ain't talking about um, um, finalized formula formalizations or none of that. Finalized formulas or none of that. All right? We just, ABC, we're just breaking it down. Again, I want a product. What type of product? I want a shampoo. All right. Well, what do I want that shampoo to do? Four. Well, what do I think I want in it? What do I think I want it to smell like? You know what I'm saying? What do I think I want it to smell like? What's the aroma? All right. Hmm. What? How can I put that on the label? What is it going to say on the label? All right. Well, let's go ahead and start coming up with the name of the shampoo. Um, Moroccan this, uh, Moroccan that. Oh, oh, sweet Moroccan shampoo. Bam, sweet Moroccan shampoo. It can be for all hair types. Let's go ahead and start set right down the label before you before you even look for a manufacturer or any of that. Let's go ahead and write up a label. Let's write it down, write up a label. Okay, boom, that's the front. Let's go ahead and look at the back. Flip over the piece of paper and let's start writing what you want on the back of the label. That's, that is literally the building block of how I created all of my products. That's literally the building blocks of any business that I have. Any. I remember I said, okay, I know I want another um, rental property. I said, I started thinking about, okay, well, I didn't start thinking about no money, any of that. See, some of y'all be so blinded and so scared when, when it comes to the money. I don't even think about the money first. How much is going to cost? It's not even a thought in my mind. It's not even a thought. If I'm looking for a real estate investment, I'm looking at a location before I'm looking at the cost. I'm trying to find contractors before I'm looking at the, the cost. I'm looking up, I'm, I'm trying to find paint color before I'm looking at the cost. I'm trying to figure out uh, uh, um, lenders before I figure out a cost. I don't care. It, the, the how much it's gonna cost is not my business right now. And see what happens is so much gets the cost gets in the way of so many things y'all want to do. It's classes, and it's somebody on my live. You know who I'm talking to. It's classes y'all need to take to better your business, but you do not do it because of the cost. You don't take the class because of the cost. 
You don't take the class because of the cost. If you're, think about it. If you are, if you're at a place, if you're at a place where you don't want to be financially, you know you don't want to be in this place financially, right? Now I'm just going to, just out of respect for everybody, I'm just going to throw out baby numbers. Let's just say you make $100 a month. All right. Just just out of respect out of everybody. Just say you make a hundred dollars a month and that hundred dollars pays your your light bills, your gas bill, your car note, car insurance, rent or mortgage, whatever. All your living expenses. Right. But you still don't have completely enough. To live how you want to live. And saying you need some more money because your bills are starting to come get behind because you don't have enough money to pay everything with this hundred dollars. So it's like, okay, you behind on your bills anyway. You know, you know it's not enough. You know you need to start making more money. So that means you need to either pick up a skill, pick up a class, pick up another bit, something. You need to do something to bring more money in the house. And your job ain't going to give you a big raise fast enough for the money to come. So if you are an entrepreneur, you know you got to figure something out quick. So you know you need to go make some more money. And you know if you go take this class, you'll figure out a way to make more money. But you don't want to go take the class because you it's quote unquote too expensive. If a class is $200, if a class is $200 and that $200 can bring you in more money, it can bring you $5,000 more a month in, in your business, pay the $200. Pay the $200. I got a student right now. I got a student right now. She don't know this, but it's a class that she need to take. It's a class that she need to take. And you on here, you know what I'm ta- you know who I'm talking to. It's a class that she needs to take to better her business. And I be dang, she's going to take that class. You hear me? I don't care if I got to reach out to the person. And it's not a hairstylist. She's, she's in another business. But she's going to take that class. If you under me. And I know it's it's classes out there to help you run your business. And see, I can just teach you how to do business. You know what I'm saying? I can't, if, if I'm not in that industry, you know, I can't teach you how to cut, uh, I can't teach you how to barber. You know what I'm saying? I can't teach you how to bake no cakes. But I can teach you how to grow your business if you do have a cake business. I can teach you how to grow your business if you do have a tax business. I can teach you how to b- grow your business if you do have a, a massage business. I can teach you how to grow your business. And one of the ways that I know for certain that will help you grow your business is to get with other people in your industry that are in the places that you want to go, that have experienced the things that you want to experience, and has a level of success that you're trying to achieve. One thing I do know that works for certain is to get getting with people within your industry to help you find out a new skill. So if you bake cakes, 
and and your cakes are one tier cakes and you're trying and you know if you make bigger cakes and 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 decorate cakes and 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 make it taste a different type of way you know those particular cakes you can charge more money for those particular cakes you can charge more money for and you know you're behind on your bills and you know your business is stagnant right now Take the $200 class so that you can figure out a way to make more money to bake better cakes. Stop letting money get in the way of information that you need to help grow your business. Stop letting money get in the way of information that you need to to grow grow your finances. If somebody if, so, if somebody can teach you how to make an extra five thousand dollars or an extra ten thousand dollars, all you got to pay them is five hundred or a thousand or two hundred or one hundred. Pay the damn money, okay? I can't stress that enough. All right, so again, everything is figureoutable. You just got to be willing to look and you got to be willing to pay, willing to look and willing to learn. All right. Write that down. You got to be willing to pay, willing to look and willing to learn. All right. So those are the five things to take with you this week to have a better week than your last. We're going to run it back down again. All right. Five things to take with you so that you can have a better week this week than you did your last. Number one. Master the art of execution. All right. Don't y'all go through this week. Today is Monday. Don't be procrastinating on that. Don't put nothing off to the next day. Don't just don't do it. Be productive in everything that you do. Number two, don't be a slave to your fears. If it's something that you want to do, but you're afraid of, face it. Face it and do it. And if you fail, if you fall, get up and do it again. Unless you want to live a a, a a life of mediocrity, you got to face your fears, period. Number three, don't be a slave to your past failures. If you have failed at something, try again or either try something different, period. It ain't the end of the world. Try something different or either try again. Number four, don't pass up any opportunities. If somebody reaches out their hand to help you and you got access, personal access to somebody who's going to help you grow in your life and grow in your business, take advantage of that opportunity and don't drop the ball. All right. And, and, and don't let distractions get the best of you. Take advantage of that opportunity. God sent them to you for a reason. All right. Number five, everything is figureoutable. Most people don't have the things that they want because they are too lazy or don't want to look. Whatever it is that you want to do, it's figureoutable. I don't care how hard it is. I don't care how much it costs. I don't care what resources you don't have right now. Every single thing that you want to do is figureoutable. Everything. All right. So if you guys enjoyed this live, please, again, share it with three of your friends and family members, co-workers or business associates. I will be saving this live. I do have a mentorship program. Um, right now, the enrollment is closed because I'm in the middle of a session, a five-week session right now with um, some of my other small business owner professional students. All right. Um, thank you so much. God bless your soul. Thank you so much.
Um, but if you do want to enroll in the upcoming program that I have um, to help grow and revamp your business, please text me the number 404-737-1394. Again, if you do want help in growing and revamping your business, please text 404 737 1394. I have so many text messages to answer because I was going through them this weekend and I just enjoy just conversating with you guys and listening to, you know, some of the things that you need help with. And so many people have signed up for the next one. So if you do want the link to my next course, thank you so much for typing that child. Look, let me write that in my live note the number child let me pin that all right so thank you for thank you so much for putting it out there um again if you want help with growing and revamping your business um text 404-737-1394 miss nikki has been so um nice enough to go ahead and type that in the comments all right, so I want to thank you guys so much for joining this live. Make sure you send this out or share this with three of your friends, family members, coworkers, or associates. Um, I'll be answering some of you guys' texts, including the ones that I got over the weekend. There were so many, so bear with me. Um, and if you guys want, I'll go ahead and send you guys over the link if you want to go ahead and register before it launches. All right, so thank you guys so much for watching. Um, remember to plan for the life that you want, execute so that you can live abundantly and in your purpose. All right. I will see you guys sometime this week. (laughs) Bye.